What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. I sit down today with Brandon and Zach, and really this is about leads, marketing, and sales. So if this is an area in your business that you just want to refine, um, I think it was a really good uh, business breakthrough, and it really helped them see some of the areas uh, that they uh, plan to be working on in their business. So uh, tune in again. One of those ones where if you could listen to, to twice just to grasp the concepts, highly recommend it. And uh, the breakthrough starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Contractor Secrets podcast. We are about to dive into a business breakthrough. I have Zach and Brandon, and you guys are business partners. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. And the company's ProVision Painting. So uh, really, my first question is, how do you guys know each other? And, you know, what, what sparked you to become business partners? Uh, mutual friends. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah, got, yeah. got it. I never worked together before and uh, just worked out. Yeah, it just worked out. Just worked out. So um, what, who, who, who has what role in the company? Who's doing estimates? Uh, so right now I'm pretty much handling all the estimates. Um, I've been in the industry now for about seven, six, seven years and uh, okay. I had the opportunity to do sales and project management with the company I was with before I started this company. So, um, I had a little bit nice. of a experience there. Um, Brandon actually comes from a, a different background, but, um, yeah, kind of did roles for each other. So yeah. Brandon, are you sort of doing like project management? Yeah, that's where I, that's where I come in, uh, managing cool. stuff. Stuff like that. Cool. So you guys are, are you guys using subs mostly? Uh, it's like 50, 50. Uh, we have, a, we have an in-house crew and we, we have a couple of subcontractors. Love that. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the in, in-house strategy. How many employees do you guys have? We got two right now. Full time. Two. Nice. Okay. And what kind of work do you guys do? Interior, exterior, you guys doing any cabinets? What kind of, what kind of work so do you guys do? Our interior crew just handles full interior repaints. Um, okay. and our, our subs pretty much do all of our exteriors and cabinet jobs. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. And the cabinet jobs the subs are doing? Yep. Uh -huh. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. So usually when I do these, man, I just kind of, of course, get a feel for what's going on. But really want to ask you guys, you know, what's uh, what's going really well? What are you guys really pleased with? And what's an area um, that you feel like you'd like, uh, you know, to improve? You know, what's an area that you're just like, man, I just want to get over this hump? Um, I think the one big hump right now is like the marketing thing, trying to figure all that out. We're using okay. home advisor stuff like that. Okay, move um, a little closer, to... bro. So I, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, uh, just uh, marketing. We want to do more organic, organic marketing stuff like that. Okay, so are you guys using Home Advisor currently? Yep. Okay, are you guys using anything else other than Home Advisor? No. I mean like a little bit of Google advertisement, yeah. but so, so what, so let me ask you this. Um, what, what's the, what's the weekly revenue? Like, what are you guys generating per week? Everything included like subs and employees about For the weekly what we're spending on marketing or what we're, what we're generating. No, what do you, what's, how, what's the sales? Probably three, two, two, three grand. 
two, three it's, grand a week. Coming and out that's to with, 15, in between 10 and 15 a month. 10 and 15 a month. That's with the subs. How many subs, how, how many sub crews? Uh, three. Three. So, um, so the, the team of two that you have maximum, they should be generating about three grand a week. If you know, that's usually what a team of two would generate. So right. is it that you're not selling enough jobs to keep the subs busy? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So just an honest question. What's the, what's the purpose behind wanting to get organic marketing going? Like, is there, a, is there has to be a reason why you're like, I want organic marketing because chances are you're probably leaning toward the idea that the paid marketing isn't bringing you the results that you want. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. We just, it's not desirable to deal with anti-leads most of the time. Yeah. So, 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 so walk me through what that, what that process looks like. Okay. So I, and, and maybe I can kind of help because personally I've spent over a hundred grand on uh, Angie leads with home advisor. And I attribute a lot of my success to having, that resource. I think I just got a lead two weeks ago and flipped it to a $12,000 job. So for me, it's like, you know, ultimately, and I like to paint the picture of this, like when you guys, when you guys look at your marketing as a company, it's about diversity. I'm not saying organic marketing is, a, is something that we shouldn't look into. We should, but you guys are still in the infancy of a business. If you're only generating like two to three grand, you need paid marketing or you're going to have to wait longer to get in front of qualified people that are ready to buy. So when a lead comes into you guys, tell me what happens. Like, let's say right now a lead comes in. What is, what does that look like? I'm calling immediately. Immediately. Okay. When you call, are you running into roadblocks? Are they answering? Are they not answering? What's the general Uh, consensus? it just depends. Sometimes they don't answer. Sometimes they're like, Oh, I wasn't looking to get a quote anytime soon kind of thing. Or like, and then when they say that, how do you usually respond? Um, well, I kind of, I kind of say, well, you know, I'd still love to come out and take a look and, uh, and kind of give you a price from there. It doesn't have to be, you know, immediately or anything like that. No pressure, but I'd still like to come take a look. Yeah. So essentially, and then they'll use like, no, 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 we're good. Yeah. Mostly. Okay. So let's start there. And then we're going to dive a little deeper because I first want to make sure that we're firing on all cylinders when it comes to reaching out. You have to understand the game you're playing with these leads. Okay. Number one, Angie, and I'm going to keep using Angie now because they're not home advisor anymore. So Angie leads, uh, their job is to put people that are interested in front of you. They're not guarantees. You've got to, you've got to turn interest into opportunity. Okay. You might get lucky where somebody's ready to rock and they're like, come on over, you know, yeah, I want to get this done. But not everyone who they give to you is going to be like that. Some of them maybe see an ad that says, you know, hey, how much does it cost to paint your house? Put in your information and we'll tell you. And then at the end of the form, they're like, okay, contractors will be reaching out to you. And they're like, what the heck? You know? So remember, you're just a voice on the other side of the phone. And it's scary, okay, to most people because they're like, first of all, the word contractor is a negative feeling to most people because of stories they've heard because they've no clue who you guys are right i mean it's just they you're just a voice from a random website red flags are going up dude you know with people so i like to consider myself an extension of angie okay it's the mindset that you have to have when you're making these calls and you get that response so for example in that scenario that you just told me Hey, you know, no, we, we, we were just, we were just curious. We were just looking. I say, okay, great. Let me just explain to you how the process works. I'm very grateful that you went on Angie. So essentially all we do is come out for 10 or 15 minutes. 
We're going to look at your house, maybe take a few measurements, and we're going to email you a quote the same day, just so you have something to, to, to budget with. Because I know that you're going to need a price. And we do this for all of our customers. It's, it's, there's no pressure. What we're going to do is essentially just, you know, come out for 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Like what we're trying to do is create an essentially an experience that doesn't require them to engage. Like it doesn't make them feel like they have to adjust their whole life. Okay. And it's like one of those things where you're just essentially, you're just finishing the process that they started online by saying, Hey, no, all it is, is just 15 minutes. Let me explain to you how it works. Right. Instead yeah. of saying like, you know, Hey, so we'd like to come out and give you an estimate or did you request an estimate? And these questions that you already know the answer to just assume that, you know, they would want it done instead of putting them in a position. Cause if you give people a question, then essentially they're going to more often than not, they're going to go with the path of least resistance, which is, Hey, no, we're not ready yet. You know, we're not ready yet. Okay. There are some people that just won't have it, but this gives you a better opportunity to convert those people that are on the fence. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. You know, totally. so you guys got to kind of, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, that's they, what it, right. So sure. that's the first category of people that tell you, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready. Then you have the second category of just general leads, right? So let's say you make that phone call and you connect. Okay. Here's, here's a big red flag. Like, let me ask you this. If you, if you get a lead and you connect on the phone, what are you saying? Tell me how, tell me how you normally approach it. So let's say you get the lead, boom, you call, how do you approach it? Uh, typically I answer, say, Hey, it's a Zach of ProVision painting calling about some exterior, interior, exterior painting services. I see you require blah, 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 that kind of thing. What is it you're looking to get done? Uh, when can we come out and take a look, give you a price? Okay. okay. So those three things you just said, eliminate them. Okay. You know what they want done. It says it there. Number two, when can we come out and take a look? You should already be offering dates and times. You got to get in the habit of doing this again. Like, again, what we're doing is we're trying to make it as easy as possible for them to get, to get in front of them. You're not going to achieve anything on the phone, dude. Nothing. Your goal is to get in front of somebody. So when, when I call, Hey, Hey, Joanne, I already know their name. I'm not going to ask what their name is. Hey, Joanne. Hey, it's Tanner with premium painting. Hey, I saw that you guys requested an exterior painting estimate. I just wanted to know if Tuesday worked for your quote. Oh, okay. I have eight o'clock available. Is that too early? Do you like afternoons? Oh, I got three o'clock. So you should already have these times that you know that you can go. So it's boom, 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 done. I like that. All right. You're going out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not asking, Hey, what did you want done? All that stuff's a waste of time. And ultimately, again, what it's going to do is going to give people a way out every time. Hey, do you, do you, you know, what day do you want us to come out and give you a quote? Oh, you know what? My week's filled. Let me just give you a call back. Cause they're starting to think of like the commitment. People have enough commitments in their life. The last thing they want to make room for is someone coming to their house, bro. So yeah. like, you've got to be, you've got to be the person to be like the liaison of the experience. Okay. And that's really, really important when it comes to making these calls and you have the leverage because they requested the information. So it's not like you're making cold calls. Like you're just following up on an inquiry. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, totally. Part, part two. So does that kind of help a little bit with your process? Does that kind of like yeah. help? Uh, okay. Yeah. So part two of this is what happens when they don't answer? Tell me what you do. Uh, Home advisor or Angie leads or whatever has, you know, they have uh, like automated emails you can send out. Typically I'll send out an email saying, Hey, we tried to reach you. That kind of thing. I'll call leave messages and, you know, just okay. wait for and then for and then that. after about, uh, let's say three days go by, do you just write it off as like a loss? No, never. I'm still calling people for months. ago. You're still calling, right? OK, yeah. so so, you know, now you guys are young guys. How old are you guys? I'm 24. I'm 24. Also. Love it. 
Love it, dude. You guys are you guys are going places, bro. Anyway, so um, you guys got to realize, dude, everyone's on their phone. Email, bro. If people check their email more than they check their social media. Okay. Drip jobs. You guys heard of my company, Drip Jobs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So essentially what that does is it brings in the lead automatically and it follows up with them for however long you want. I can set it to follow up with brand new leads for the next year if I want, but it's sending them text messages and emails with a call to action inside that allows them to book with me. So you have to also realize not everyone has the luxury that we do to just be out and about all day. No real set structure. We don't have a boss over us saying, Hey, get off your phone. Right. So mm -hmm. you can, you got to understand some people are on their lunch break trying to get house tasks done. Like, Oh crap, I need to get an estimate for this house. They're on their lunch break. They come across Angie. They put in the request. Then they got to go back to work. You try calling. Don't answer. Okay. You send your email once. Maybe that gets lost in the, in the, in the email world. Okay. You got to have another one coming and another one coming and another one coming with your logo, with your name, with these things that make people say, Oh, wow, this is an actual real company. This is someone local. This is somebody that's building trust with me in my inbox. Always put yourself in the position of a customer, dude. If you guys put out a request, first of all, if you didn't know what Angie was, don't assume they do. First thing you start seeing is that you're getting bombarded with calls and you're like, okay, I'm not answering calls for the next two days. Cause I know what, I know why they're coming. Right. Mm -hmm. But one company is consistent. They send you a nice text message. Hey, how's it going? It's Brandon or it's Zach with, you know, provision painting. I saw that you requested some information. If you use this link, uh, you can book a date and time with us. And you're like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to touch that yet. And then the next day you get an email. Hey, you see the nice provision painting logo. Hey, it's Zach again. I just wanted to know, you know, if you were interested in getting a quote and you're like, okay, well, eh, maybe not yet, but maybe two days later, that next drip comes in and like, okay, these guys are on it. Right. And then they finally move forward with the, with the opportunity. And that doesn't mean you stop calling Zach. I mean, like you should still be calling, you should still be staying on top of it, but this fills the gap. So Drip Jobs right. isn't the only software that does it, but it's the only one that's designed for contractors to do it. And I wasn't planning on making this a spot, but ultimately it's about filling the gaps in your sales process. Your sales process isn't just when you get in front of somebody, man, when you're playing the game of paid leads, your sales process starts as soon as that lead comes in. You know what I'm saying? Like how you guys probably build value in front of a person when you're doing an estimate. It's the same thing that you need to do to get people who, who, you buy leads from we have no clue who provision painting is you guys aren't apple or starbucks bro like no yeah. one has a clue who you are especially because people don't get paint jobs done every so often so it's like you've got to build value build value build value all the way through and it starts with a professional greeting like as soon as that call is made you know what i'm saying like hey tuesday at three does that work for you oh, okay I actually have thursday available thursday at two so you should be writing down or just having an easy access to what times are available to you so gotcha. i know that was long that was long-winded um, but I don't want you to give up on paid leads. You need them for the next year, bro. Like you guys have got to use these paid leads because it's going to shotgun you guys out into your community and you will be able to, I, I allow, I allow a tribute attribution, which is, um, attributing a sale to a certain lead source. Okay. So for example, if I sell a lead, I sell a job of a lead that I got from Angie and the neighbor hires me, I would have never met that neighbor had I not bought the lead from you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so you guys are missing out on a lot of potential reach early on. So get comfortable with spending that money. I do think Facebook ads is your next step because that's going to give people the provision 
branding when they're looking for a paint. They're going to see you guys first as opposed to random companies just calling them. I think, again, I go back to diversity and that's what I think should be the next move. Okay. So does that kind of clear some things up? Yeah, definitely. It's good to hear that, um, you know, a lot of people don't like Angie leads. A lot of people don't recommend it. A lot of people say, stay away from it. It's good to hear. Somebody you see else. why? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Because yeah. if you don't use, if you don't use it, right. Obviously it, it, it won't work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you got it. You got it. You got to use that. Yeah. So, so that's good. I mean, I hope you guys stick with that. And it's also comes down to like your numbers guys. Like if you set a budget of a thousand dollars and you sell one job for seven grand, even though you might've gotten eight bad leads, you could be thinking, man, this play, this thing sucks. Yeah. You we're sold a job for eight grand. Yeah, if we get one good one a month, we're still. Yeah, that's how we're it pays for the whole month of spend. And then, and then, if you have a service that does drip communication, that doesn't mean that those eight aren't going to convert. You just have to have marketing in place to convert mm-hmm. these people later on. Yeah, you know that. Could, you know that that one month, but the drip, the eight other ones could come the next month or the next exactly. month. Exactly. This is, this is marketing in full effect. It doesn't like, that's what home advisor and Angie pretty much tell you is that you have the information of someone that was at one point interested in the service. It's your responsibility to convert that person, whether it's through phone call, email, text. If you guys want to be really aggressive, like, dude, this is next level. This is Wolf of Wall Street style. I've done it. Mm-hmm. You, could, you put the address in your GPS and you knock on the door. How bad <laughs> do you want it? Yeah. It's your lead. I've thought about I used it. To do that. Totally thought about Don't it. Don't think about it, bro. I mean, go. Like if you're in the area and you have their address, hey, it's it, you know, you got the you got great branding. Go up, hey, I saw that you guys requested a quote. I was in the area. Do you mind if I do a quick walk around? And then that opens up the door. How bad do you want to succeed, bro? Like that's the mindset that you have to have. I've done it and I also did it with life insurance. So that was way worse. So at least this is something that isn't as bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. So how, how's like, so do you feel like, um, are, let's talk about your sales process. How's that looking? I mean, do you feel like you're converting um, the opportunities pretty highly? Or are you leaving frustrated thinking like, man, why aren't they going with us? Uh, no, you know, a lot of the times people, most, most of the time we just get, you know, you're too high, you're too high, you're too high. And you know, I know what our company's worth. I know what we have to make every day or every week to stay afloat. So, you know, um, like I said, most what of the time, do you, just people what pay. do you normally do when people tell you you're too high? Okay. Uh, you know, no, I don't just say, okay. Uh, it, it, it depends. Um, I usually say, you know, let me take a look at it, see what I can do. And you know, I maybe drop it down five, 10% and they still say it's too high, you know, and I say, Hey, look, uh, you know, get some other quotes. And, uh, if you, if you don't find anybody after that, we'd, we'd still love to work. Yeah, with yeah, you. yeah. So, so, um, are you, um, are you doing the quotes on the spot or are you sending them through email? Email. Okay. That's hurting your, your ratio, you know, and I know that maybe that's how you've done it for a while early on, bro. You should be doing every single quote on the spot, dude. Simply yeah, because again, I've done a couple on the spot. Um, it's just, that's how I was taught. I was taught by a company that, you know, was very successful for years and years and years. And, you know, Did you it was come never... in when the company was already successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the, so, that's you know, I, didn't get, I, didn't, I didn't get to see it up and coming like we are, but yeah. 
up and coming is capitalizing on opportunity, dude. That's all that it is. And essentially, you got to understand what you're selling is an emotional decision. I mean, it's definitely not a need. It's not like the roof is coming down, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to sell a service. The problem is, let me just help you understand this. It's like I used to sell cars. So I, I like this analogy because it really helps. If you came into my car dealership and I was able to sit you in the car that you want, half of my job's already done, bro, because you love the car. You're, yeah, I'm cool and all. But half of my job's already done. You're in your nice car. You got the music playing. We're doing the test drive. You're not even listening to me. You're like, man, this is my new car. This is beautiful. So like the leverage that a car dealership has is that they can already see what they're buying before they buy it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the motivation and the emotion to buy as they're in the car is as high as it's ever going to be. Okay. Imagine this. Imagine I send that guy home and say, I'm going to email you the price. Maybe yeah. I take a day to get the email out. He forgets the feeling that he had in the car. So how much more likely is he willing to pay top dollar when his emotional intensity is detached from the experience in relation to if I were to say, all right, man, real quick, let's come on in. Let's knock these numbers out. Let's get started. Big difference, right? Yeah. So when you go on to these estimates, I'm sure, bro, just gauging you right now, Zach, dude, you're probably pitching the dream, dude. I know I can tell you're telling them the great workmanship. You got the logo, you got the branding. You're emphasizing how great communication will be. You're probably explaining some things that are important to them. Am I right? Mm -hmm, 100%. So what you need to be doing, bro, is you need to be building the car before you pre present the price. And you're leaving, you're going home, dude. <laughs> like, that's the problem. I mean, I can't put it any other way, bro. You're going home. And the problem is, is they forget how nice of a guy you were. They forget how serious you are about giving them a good experience. They forget all this stuff. And then yeah. when it comes down to it, they start thinking. They, you, know, you know what the first thought is? You leave. Oh, he's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? I'm sure. Probably. I'm sure, right? Oh, he's going to be expensive. What's yeah. expensive? Expensive is relative, right? right? You're giving them room to start thinking too much. He's too expensive. Can we afford this? Oh, well, we don't really need to do this. You know, even though it sounded good when he said it, we don't need to do the trim. Oh, you know, we, you know, it sounded real good. We don't yeah. need to do that. And then it's like, you know, I only want to spend two grand on this, man. You know, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I heard our neighbor got it done for two grand by the other neighbor and, you know, anything above two grand, we're not paying it, you know, and they have this like thing. And then you send an email at five grand and up, oh, sorry, you're just too high. Mm. Missing so, out on opportunity. Do you have any advice for doing estimates on the spot? What's been, what's been. Oh man, it's my passion, bro. I did, I built my business off of estimates on the spot. I'm now at a position where I don't do estimates on the spot because We've got the brand. We've got the reputation. Most of our work now comes through people looking at our reviews, referrals. So I have leverage now. It's like, hey, you come to premium painting, you're getting A plus service. If you don't want it, you know, that's totally fine. You know, but we are at that level. You guys are not. So essentially, you've got to create that level and that's okay. But here's, here's my example for on the spot sales. First things first, man, you guys got to know the questions to ask. You don't just go into an estimate and let the customer tell you what they want. That's really right. important. 
Okay. Cause then I'll give you another analogy. You go into the estimate and let's say you start talking about how great duration pain is or how amazing the trim is going to be. And it's not going to, you know, you're not gonna be able to scratch it and all these things. Right. And the customer's just nodding their head and then you present a price and it's like, Hey man, we're actually just getting ready to sell the house. So like, I don't really right. need all that stuff. Yeah. So the first thing that you need to do with every estimate going forward is to ask why you're there. Right. That makes sense. Like the first question is, so when I'm at the door, first thing I do, dude, boom, pulling out the business card, handing it to him saying, Hey, here you go. You know, look at my nice business card. First thing, good impression. You know what they do? They go like this. They look right at the business card and I see the logo and I'm like, oh, see, this is now, this is going to be an experience. You're not dictating this experience. I am like, it's just a mindset, man. And then right. essentially what you do is just, you start off. So why are we here today? What's, you know, what's the story? That's my thing, man. Say, what's the story? You're going to hear it all, man. You're going to hear it's been 12 years and we haven't had it painted or this cracking's bothering me, or we're getting ready to move or we're getting ready to move in. Or we're, you know, you got to know what the reasons people buy paint jobs is. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you have all the leverage. You have to understand what, what do people moving in care most about? Uh, they want their house to look good. They're, they're, they, that's not, but they're moving in. So you got to know people have movers coming. They got the electrician coming. What they want is you to get in as soon as possible on the date that they want it done. Mm. Right. Because they, they can't do anything until you paint it. So what right. do you think that I'm going to be emphasizing the entire time? You think I'm going to be emphasizing the great craftsmanship as much as I'm going to be emphasizing how quickly we can get the job done for them to an expert standard and promise that I'll get them on the date that they need it to be done after the closing. Mm -hmm. So what does that do? That places me way ahead of the competition because I'm aligning with what's most important to them. Does that make sense? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you need to align your sales process with what their motivations are. Let me give you another example. So you guys can see where, and you guys can kind of fill in the gaps from here with the other ones, but I'll give you one more example. Okay, let's talk about somebody who hasn't had the house painted in 15 years, okay? What do you think I'm going to be emphasizing the whole time? Um, what needs to be done? What I think needs to be done? Ceilings, okay. walls, doors, what looks the worst? Love it, love it, love it. Okay, love it. That's all good. You're going to be doing that. But remember, we're selling an emotional product. So the whole time I'm going to be emphasizing how it's going to feel when it's freshly painted. You haven't had a house painted in 15 years. Oh my goodness. This place is going to look brand new. First thing we're going to do is we're going to use a really nice interior cashmere paint on the wall. That's a low luster. And one thing you're going to love, you can take a wet rag on this stuff and you can wipe it. So the house, you know, so the paint won't, won't wash off or anything. Paint has come so far in 15 years. You're going to love it. I highly recommend that you consider doing the trim work just because when we put that beautiful paint on the walls, you're going to want nice, fresh trim around the house. You know, that's what the, we can leave the ceilings, but the trim is something I highly recommend. Would you like me to give you a line item for that? So you can consider it, you yeah. know, and it's like, it's one of those things that again, they haven't had it painted in 15 years. They need to sit in the car to justify paying for the car. Mm -hmm. You know, Definitely. it's just, it's different. You wouldn't be doing that to somebody who says, yeah, guys, I'm moving out. I just need to get this place place painted again. You're going to go back to efficiency. Okay. What, you know, what's, what's the move out date. Okay, great. So I can get my guys in here. It'll probably take us three days 
you know, we're going to still, we're gonna still operate at a high standard. But one thing about us is our communication is better than any communication you get with any contractor. And I can guarantee you that we will be here on the date that you need us to be. As long as we stay in communication and nothing changes with your plans, right? right? Mm-hmm. These guys are, these guys are worth paying more. You see what I'm saying? So that's the game you got to play. So those are, those, that's your opening question, bro. It's like, why am I here? Second question. What's the biggest hurdle when it comes to paint colors, right? Are you guys currently offering a solution to that? Yeah, we have, we have a list of highly recommended grays, whites, pretty much what's popular in our area right now. They can look online for that. What's the other solution? For products? For colors. For colors? Um, I mean, I'm personally. Uh, okay, so you and I both go to a bid against each other, Zach. Okay. I asked this question. So miss, have you chosen colors yet? You didn't ask this question. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's my second question. Have you chosen colors yet? Okay. I don't, I'm not asking it to hear yes or no. I'm, I'm looking to see how painful this is going to be for this person. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Oh my gosh, I can't figure it out. I've been looking on Pinterest. I've been looking on Facebook. I cannot figure this out. You didn't ask that question. You didn't know that this was a pain point for her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I say, don't worry about it. We actually will pay for a licensed decorator to come over and help you with a one hour color consultation. So don't even think about it anymore. Right. I like that. I like that. Okay. So you guys need to go find a color consultant or a decorator, pay them a hundred dollars an hour. Okay. One of the best investments you can make, help your customers with colors. Again, these guys are worth paying more. That's two things that you guys have now separated yourself from the competition with. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Love that. Right? So again, I'm beating you guys with, with first coming in, identifying the motivation. You guys didn't ask the motivation. So I'm aligning with most, what's most important to them. You guys missed it. Second thing, I'm coming in, finding out what the pain point is. It's always colors. Even if people have chosen colors, they say, yeah, I got some swatches. You've heard that before, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what we're going to do? Hey, we're going to buy you three samples of those swatches and I'll come back and paint it on the wall so you can see what it looks like on the wall. Cause I, I hate for you to make a mistake. Yep. Always. These guys are worth, these guys are worth paying more. Okay. We're going to cover the cost of that. Don't worry. As long as yeah. you hire us, you know? Okay? Yeah. So do you think people want to go to the paint store? They want to get samples. They want to bring them back. They want to paint them on the wall. No, dude. Yeah. That's like, that's like going to a restaurant and having to, 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 Put your put your own dishes in the in the kitchen. Right. Yeah, we offer that to everybody. Good. So you're already doing that. So now we just got to help people choose the colors. Giving them a sheet of of whites and stuff is something they can look up online and probably get a nicer looking sheet. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm just saying that because it's like one up every everything. Everything you guys got to do is has to be one up. So when it comes down for that payment, it's justified. We're closing the gap of what they think you should be charging and what you're actually charging. And when you, when you build value, that's all we're doing here is aligning with their motivation, building value. Okay. Third question. How soon do you want the project done? Now? Yes, you will obviously find some answers with, uh, with the motivation, but you want to just double check and you want to hear it from them. Some people after you do this, will say whenever your schedule is open. So you already know you're in alignment. Okay. Hey, we want it done as soon as possible. Okay, great. So when you hear these things, you should know that you have a wide open lane to sell the job today. 
you're going to hear people say, well, we want to get a couple more estimates. No problem. Let it go right through your ears and out. Okay. No, you know, that these are, these are just the mindset shifts that you guys have to have. You're going to really do this to its full potential. Okay. You know, from there, the last question you're going to ask, what are some major concerns for you about this project and let them just have at it. You know, some people will say, oh, well, you know, I'm a little worried about people smoking on the property. You can, you can address that. You know, Hey, I'm a little worried about this. Oh, well, there's this crack here that just, it's bothering the heck out of me. So you're going to hear what their greatest thing is with that last question. And I've heard all sorts of things. Hey man, actually I'm a little worried about people parking on my driveway and leaking oil. Like, Oh, don't worry. I'll make sure I put a note in our project management application to ensure that doesn't happen. So really guys, like, you know, do you guys see where I'm going with this? Like, do you see how much much value is being built? Now, when Mm -hmm. it comes time to price, price the jobs, you've got to first have a system to be able to price them the correct way. You know, you have to be able to price them quickly. And essentially you should be doing that based on your margins and your costs. So Zach, by now, bro, you've been in this business long enough to know how much paint should be used, how much time it should take. Those are the only two things that you need to know. Tally up that total, add 50% profit and start there. And you should look at it like this. When I really need work, I'll go as low as 35%, right? Mm -hmm. When I don't need work, I'll go as high as 55%. So your price should fluctuate based on what the pipeline looks like. There shouldn't be set pricing for anything that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, okay. So if I really need work, Zach, I'm coming to you with a, with a nice proposal, whether it's through, you could you do it online, you could text it to them, you can email it to them, just, or you could put it on your iPad and say, okay, what you're going to do, you're going to present the price. So first, let me make sure that, you know, I did a good job of explaining our preparation. You want to go through all the preparation really slow about all the things you guys are going to do on site. Talk about the crew leader. Hey, Joe is our project manager, man, or, you know, crew leader, he's going to do a great job. He's going to introduce himself in the morning. Guys, what we're doing is putting them in the car. Does that make sense? Right. You're putting them in the car. You're showing them what it's like to drive this car, what it's going to be like this process. No one's doing this. So the more this works, bro, I'm telling you, I've, I can't emphasize to you enough. If you follow these instructions, you will achieve success greater than anyone in your area, because this is, this is just showing that you care. You're listening and people will pay more for that. So last couple steps here, guys. I know I'm going, but I'm, I'm hoping you're grabbing this. Am I moving too quick? Oh, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. Keep going. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Sometimes I just go, bro. I'm just, I love, I'm passionate about this topic because you're, 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 you're a couple strategies away from being able to get to a different level. So last couple steps here, you're going through the preparation. You got the proposal in front of them or they're reading it. I recommend you guys get an iPad. If you're doing it, you know, if you guys do it through drip jobs or joist or any of those things, man, you could do it on an iPad. Um, or you could do it on paper. Paper's a little more, uh, uh, actually, you're going to get a higher closing ratio with paper. It's just there's something about just a physical paper that people can hold and touch and feel. So maybe even recommend getting a printer in your car um, and just printing it out. You know, uh, get creative. Go to, the, go, to the, go to the next mile, man. So you're, you're going through the preparation and uh, you're saying, okay, so this is all that we're going to do. And uh, this is the total. You don't say, the, you don't say this is going to be $4,594. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. them associate what that number means, not you. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're right? Because sometimes salespeople will start thinking of if they can afford it, and it'll come out in the way that they say it. So yeah. you don't know who you're selling to. Just let them make an association if they think it's high or not. You might say, okay, it's $4,500, and that's going to ring in their head like, man, I haven't spent that much money in 10 years. Just leave it there. 
read the reaction. You're going to get a couple of different answers. Number one, it's going to be like, okay, great. Sounds awesome. You know, do you guys want to deposit? That's going to be the best case scenario. What's the second scenario? You know, they're going to say, all right, I need to think about it. And, and usually people, people say, okay, well, take your time. And if you have any questions, call me back. That's the worst thing that you could possibly ever do in someone's house, leave after not trying. Okay. Why, why is he saying that? Well, because you, you haven't built enough value yet. Obviously there's right. a reason why, because he hasn't, he can't justify the price. Mm-hmm. So what you then need to do is, well, let me ask you a question. Did I do a good enough job explaining how we do things? Would you like me to go into a little more detail? Okay. No, no, you've done a great job. Okay. Awesome. Well, can I ask you another question? Sure. Typically when my customers tell me that they need a little more time, it usually has to do with the price and it might be different than what you had budgeted for the project. Can I ask you, what was, what was the, what was the number you had in mind? Okay. Here's where you're going to start closing jobs because before you walk in the door, let's say your price is five grand. You need to know your bottom line price. Mm-hmm. Your bottom line price might be four grand. You might be like, Hey, I need a job. I'll sell it for four grand at 35%. Right? So what if right. he's like, you know, honestly, I didn't want to be any higher than 3,500 for this job, man. It's just something that I talked to my wife about. That's where we're at. And then you go, wow. All right. Well, I mean, we're about 1500 away. And, and, you know, let me ask you this, you know, based off of what you heard about us and, and just curious, you reached out to us. Hopefully you were looking for a great experience. Have you ever hired a professional painting company before? Okay. This is important. Some people will say no. And then you explain, well, listen, I just want you to know what we have invested to ensure that you get a great experience because it's a little bit different than, you know, obviously you painting it yourself. Cause some people make that association. I painted my last house. So if I paint it again, I'm going to save all this money. I can do it, right? Yeah. We bring sprayers to the job. We're going to mask off all your floors. We're going to do this, 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 and this, and start painting the picture that, hey, you're not going to get it to our standard. That's for sure. So you can justify that. Then you have other people that did have an experience before. And you say, do you mind just telling me, like, you know, was it a good or bad experience? And they'll yeah. say, oh, well, you know, it was, a, it was actually a pretty bad experience. You know, what was something you didn't like about it? They didn't show up on time. Oh my gosh. Well, you're going to love that. We have a time tracking app for our team, you know? And, and again, you're just erasing this negative connotations. And, and if it was a good experience, say, what did you like about it? Oh, well, one thing they did was they informed me every step of the way. Well, you have to 100% feel at this point in time that I'm going to be on top of it. And you're just being a friend now and say, listen, yeah. I don't normally, I don't normally do this, but what I'm willing to do is like, I can't quite get to 3,500. Now this is where you as a salesperson, know your margin you say, look, what if I did the job for $4,000? Would you allow me to earn your business today? And you circle the number or you just leave it there. And at that point, your ratio goes from maybe 50% to like 90% because you did meet them, but you're confident in that because you know at that price, if everything goes well, you're hitting a what? 35% margin onto the next job. Build that pipeline up and then start shooting them higher. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's like a survival strategy. But again, at least you have some negotiation leverage there. And if they say, you know what? No, unfortunately we need to be at 3,500 say, okay, you know, unfortunately I can't get there. You know, I, I hope that I did a good enough job explaining to you that we're worth every dollar, you know, and you, you won't have to, I call it the peace of mind price. You don't have to worry if we're going to show up on time, you know, and, and maybe try one more time, but some people just won't budge on that majority of people will, because it's emotional. If you've done a good enough job, 
All right. So that, that's, that. that's, that's the strategy, man. I hope I did a good enough job explaining to you guys yeah. and maybe, Definitely. you know, were, were there some highlights that you kind of pulled out of that that maybe you weren't doing that you think you're going to start doing now? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give it a try. You know, I've, I've, I've given estimates on the spot for something small, but nothing, nothing extensive, like a full interior repaint. And I'm determined to, you know, give it a try and see how it goes. Easy. So when you look at a full interior repaint, first thing you need to do is base it off the square footage, not the job, the price, because people just want to see that you came up with a price based off of some metric, right? Right. You know, why are you charging me five grand? Well, we base it off the square footage. It's like your answer, right? So at least you have some leverage there. When it comes to a full interior repaint, again, let's say it's 2000 square feet. Tell me from your experience, ceiling walls, trimming doors, everything being done, including closets, how much paint do you think that whole place would, would take with two coats on the walls? 20, 25. Let's say 30, just to, you know, to say 30. Yeah. And let's say you're getting the paint for $50 a gallon. So how much would that be? 1500, right? Uh-huh. Yep. How long would it take your two guys to paint that top to bottom? That square foot. Ceiling walls trim. Everything. Six days, five days, something like that. Seven at the most, right? Yeah. Put a buffer how day in do, there. How much do those guys cost for an eight-hour day? 264. 264. Okay. So um, let's multiply. So you said, so seven days. So we're going to do eight times seven. That's 56 hours for each one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to multiply that by two. So you're bidding it for 112 hours, right? Mm-hmm. And you said 264 is what uh, is what they cost per day, right? Yep. Okay. So we're going to do seven times 264. So that's 1848 in labor. Okay. We said that it was going to be 1500 in paint, correct? Yeah. Okay. That's your guys' total cost. Okay. That's so what labor looking, and materials? Yeah. Okay. That's labor and material. That's your total cost. I don't even need to see the house, bro. I'm just going based off of your wisdom from you being in this industry long enough and you guys knowing what your production's capable of. Now watch, if you want to make a 50% margin, what you do is you multiply that number by two. So you would come in first at 66.96. But you might say, you know what? That's a little high. Let me find out what 40% margin is. And you would calculate what 40% margin is. I have a free calculator, by the way, that does this. It's uh, you go to sellpaintjobs.com, you can download it. So it'll, it'll calculate the margins for you. So let's say you're like, you know what? I'm going to come in at 40%. So let's just say that's 6,400 and you start there. Okay. And you say, and in the the back of your head, you're like, okay, what's 35%. Let's say that's 5,900. So, you know, you have about $600 worth of negotiation leverage. Right. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Easy, man. Easy. It's just like, you don't even need to think. I, I came up with that price just like that. I would come in at 6400 I would sit there and see where they are with that price. And I'd start negotiating. And if I have to, I'd sell it for 5900 put it on the schedule, move to the next job. Done. Perfect. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, don't overthink the estimating. It's, cool. I call it the yeah, 595. Yeah, What's that? A lot less headaches just trying to sit there and really prices down oh, dude don't worry nah man this isn't commercial work bro you don't have to present this to a board you know you're yeah. just giving it to a guy <laughs> he's watching not, football man just give it more time to the customer you know a lot of the time it's like when we are doing estimates through email it's like you know we spend time with them we get to know them we talk about the project and then it's like okay well you know we'll send you an email kind of thing and yeah. i mean it's, it's not cool. just like that but obviously he's sitting there and and you know putting it all on the on the table for them 
You know, yeah. I like the idea of it. It's just, I was never taught like that. So, you know, I don't, I don't have experience doing it. Right. Right. Many people weren't. And just remember when you came into that company, they were established. They had the luxury. If you came into my company, all you would know is emailing quotes, bro. You know, but yeah. I'm just, when we go, when we go back to the startup, we've got to get gritty. We've got to sit in front of people. We've got to learn how to negotiate. And you might say, you know, what? I love this so much. When I get a salesperson, I want them to do this because the ratio is higher. My marketing expense is going to be lower because you're not having to spend as much on marketing to fulfill the demands of production because you're converting more opportunities into sales. And then when we, what we talked about initially in this conversation was converting more leads into opportunities. So again, marketing costs is yep. staying as low as possible. So your investment in these two things right here is going to actually decrease your spend on ads, marketing and stuff because you're converting them quicker. You know, that's yeah. why I tell people drip jobs is an investment because it does it for you. It's like an insurance policy for your leads because you, know, yeah. you can't beat yeah. a robot, you know? So there's just some things that you guys should think about. I'd love to sit with you guys again. And if you guys want to cover another topic of, of business, I think, you know, if I give you any more, it'll just, you know, it, it, I don't think it'll go anywhere. It's been a lot. So was that helpful for you guys? Yeah. Of course, man. We'd, we'd love to sit down again sometime. We'll, we'll kind of, yeah, we'll anytime after, after a couple months or a couple weeks or whatever. And yeah, a couple of weeks, if you guys want to talk about production, but I'd love for you to try this stuff, do it for a couple of weeks and then come back to me and tell me, you know, what you learned or, um, yeah. you know, but I, I believe in you enough to be able to go in uh, with that confidence. So I'm going to send you a couple links of some things for free. Um, you know, uh, I have a sales course that I'll give you guys for free. Uh, I have a, uh, the free calculator. Um, so, you know, those two things should get you guys up and running with this. That would be right. awesome, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thank you guys for your time. Thanks, bud. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Thank you again. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money. And you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.